What's going on, y'all? Gonzo's Convos, Season 5, Episode 13. Today I have, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Amy. Okay. And what is it that you do? Um, I'm a nail technician. Nail tech. What got you into doing that? Um, Pretty much just uh, my family, knowing other people who own. I mean, I'm Vietnamese, so every Vietnamese person does nails. Really, like that's like a like the culture or part of the culture. Pretty much, um, yeah. If you're Vietnamese and you're living in America, you either work in a restaurant, you own an Asian market, or you do nails. Or if you're smart, become a doctor or whatever. Right, right. So, was it like yeah, like a you know parent or someone that raised you that did nails first, and then that's what really got you into into doing? Um, it? it's like uh, one of my mom's friends. She had owned a nail salon. And as soon as I graduated high school, um, my mom told me to go check it out and go try it out. And right. I've been doing it since then. Okay, there you go. And how long you been doing it for now? 10 years. 10 years? Mm. So you thinking about like opening up your own nail salon shop? I thought about it, but I don't I don't really want to. It's kind of a lot of work. I you feel like, to, like yeah. you have to sacrifice so much time to do uh, open up a business yeah and then i feel like you gotta worry more about the admin part versus actually doing the nails type of deal well my boss owns a nail salon i mean my old boss did and uh he i think she owned like three and she pretty much had like other people run the business and then she would just take off and do whatever she wanted to but she never had time to for herself so i saw that and i didn't want to do that i'd rather just be you know just making my own schedule i don't want to be too busy for anything else like family. Right. So I can tell you personally, like I, I go to get like pedicures and stuff so I can take care of myself, you know, head to toe. But I don't like the the feeling like when they're like scrubbing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can stuff. just do that by yourself in, in your own shower. You're like if you don't want that to like if you don't want to do that, then you can just go get like one of those things at the store and just do it yourself. And then when you go get a pedicure, just tell them like, I just want to skip that part. Right. But like, so you know how like that, that parts like, or other parts too are like real, they make you real ticklish type of do. Have you ever yeah. had like a, cause I don't know if you do that part too, but I don't know if you've ever had a customer that starts kicking and stuff like that. I have. Yeah. Where, I so tell, how, how do you usually like deal with that? Um, I have to be like really strong to hold them down first of all if they can't yeah. handle it then i'm not gonna do it like right if they're gonna kick me then i'm not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i but mean I, don't they tell you ahead of time though too like i i might kick some people do yeah yeah mm. i don't know i just kind of like back up a little bit so that my head's not in the way i've been yeah. almost kicked a few times there's been a lot of horror stories that i can tell you but i don't really want to get into that <laughs> oh geez but um so <laughs> More moral of the story is pedicures are harder than, than manicures, I imagine. Um, I mean, it depends on what you know how to do. There's like some people who know how to do certain things. Like I know how to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I first started, I didn't know how to do everything. I started off with doing toes and then just regular manicures. And then as time went by, the more I practiced, the more I knew. So now I barely do pedicures. Um, I mostly just do like, you know, fake nails, acrylic powder, dip powder. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it, 
it's like labor is tougher doing pedicures because of how heavy people can be. Right. So like when a bigger person comes in, it's a lot more work. Wait, wait, what do you mean like bigger? Like 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 heavy person. Like, like heavy shit. Oh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know that they would be hard. I figured like they would be easier. I don't know why. It's it's hard. A lot of people when they go into the nail salon and they sit down in a pedicure spot, they 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 think, oh, it's it's a luxury thing. I can just like relax, but they start to get lazy. They don't lift their own foot up. You know, it's a lot harder to manipulate their legs and move it around the way you want it to, and it's harder whenever they don't do it for you. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> So I've also noticed the the super long nails are like not so so big anymore. It's mainly like like mid size to smaller type deal. Yeah, long nails. No, I mean no. like I mean like like long. Super like, long. Yeah. It depends on what area you're in. Like uh, in the big cities, I used to live in Nashville. A lot of girls like to have long nails, but if you're in a more smaller town, then yeah, I don't know. It really depends on what town you're in. Yeah, I'm in El Paso, so it's like a city, but not as big of a city as like Dallas or Houston. But I mainly see females that have the probably the same size you have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that plays some type of role. I don't know, but I figured it was kind of just going away because a lot of people are like, "Nah, I can't really function like that." You know what I mean? Um, it really depends on where you're at. I do a lot of long nails just as much as I do short nails. Really. You do like a lot of the gems and stuff, like put the, the diamonds and stuff on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that'd be hard as fuck to do. I don't know why. I've never tried to do nails, so I figured all of that would be hard to do. It really just takes practice. Like over COVID, um, uh, we didn't work for like six weeks, right? I had to take home my my stuff and then do my nails at home. And then a lot of people found out in like the apartment I lived in they found out that um, I had my stuff with me so they would pay me to get their nails done over at their place oh, so okay. I had a lot of practice um, doing my own hands during COVID so now I know I do my own hands left and right oh okay you just do it I, don't, I feel like that's hard too I don't know I mean I might try just to see how hard it is like you know trying on, on somebody I don't know but it seems interesting to learn, you know, and you could probably make good money just by doing it, like having people come to your place or doing um, outgoing type appointments or some shit, you know. Yeah, I'd rather do it in the shop, though, because the smell is, like, awful. I, I wouldn't say it's awful. It's, it it's, is awful. I do nails every day, all day, and it stinks. Really? I don't like the smell, yeah. What, what, what is the smell? Is it the nails or what is it? Um, so there's this liquid, the purple liquid that you dip your brush in and to make the acrylic powder. It's called yeah. monotone and it is has like really toxic chemicals in it. And I'd be breathing yeah. in it all day and I'd be getting sick. And then some people are allergic to it, so their face breaks out. That's why we wear a mask and all that. Oh, okay. Damn, I didn't know that. Usually I guess I can't smell it as bad because I'm in the pedicure seat, so it's just it's just kinda yeah. Yeah. It's like right underneath my nose. <laughs> yeah. Probably makes your eyes water and shit too. I it know. does. Yeah. It really does. So going into the topic at hand, talking about the generation we live in today. Overall, what are you, what are your opinions on it? Um, so I saw this video yesterday. Um 
you know, there's like this Gen Z and then there's millennial and then there's somebody saying that they're in between called Zillennial. Have you heard of that? So who would be, con no, <laughs> but who would be considered in the middle between? Um, so I, I gotta remember. So like, uh, they were talking about how they were up to mainstream with Gen Z and then the millennials, they remember like, um, going into internet. So like in between would be like 2000, no, no, it'd be like 1994 to like 2004 would be a zillennial. What the fuck? So I guess I'm a zillennial. Yeah, that's what I thought so too. Cause like, I mean, I'm 28 and I try to like keep up and it's hard sometimes, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like damn near 30 and I don't look like it. So Nah, you look like my age, to be honest. How old are you? Twenty-one. No way. Yeah, yeah. How do wait, how did you think I was? I don't know, maybe like twenty-five. Why do people think I'm older? Is it do I look older? I think it's you know, like not gonna lie, I think it's cause like you have this like podcast or whatever. Right. A lot of people your age don't be doing stuff like this. Like they are still kind of <laughs> not gonna lie. Like they're still at home with their moms or not working or whatever. You know what I mean? I'd hope so, so maybe you hold yourself like presentable or, or responsible. I, I'm not sure. That's just how I've kind of judged you from so far. Okay. I mean, I try my best to be for sure. I left. I left my parents home when I was 18. You know what I'm saying? That's because my parents are like, look, 18, you gotta go. So I was like, oh. yeah, same here. Yeah. A lot, but, I know a lot of people that actually are like my age that are still living with their parents. And I'm like, when, when y'all gonna, you know, move out, get your own place type deal. Cause I mean, I moved out when I was 18 and then I moved back in when I was 21. Right. Then I moved out again and then moved back in and then moved out again and moved back in and then moved out. Like it was kind of, I mean, I've had like two kids since I was 21 and it was mm -hmm. like kind of a roller coaster. I've been in and out of like the state where I live in and lived in two different other states. And then that was the reason why I had to move it back in with my mom. Cause I moved out of state, then moved back in and she helped me get back on my feet. And then, you know, yeah. that sort of thing happens. Yeah. That's kind of like my boat. Like they wanted me out to be on my own, but they still, you know, will call and still will help out if need be type deal. Mm -hmm. If need be. But, um, yeah, I, I had to get out at 18, and the rest of my homies were still in the same neighborhood, same parents, everything, same same house. I'm like, damn, it's crazy. I'm like one of the only yeah. ones that like that had to leave so early, but you know it's fine. <laughs> but going back to the generation talk, as far as like the way people socialize, the way people have relationships, do you feel like that's a downward spiral that we're heading into? Um. It kind of is, in my opinion. Um, these days is a lot harder to kind of genuinely date some people uh, right. if you're looking more for a serious type relationship. Um, for me, it has been tough because I, uh, I feel like some people view me as baggage having two kids, which I don't feel like is baggage, but that's a lot, what a lot of people would say. Um, so... Uh, I tried to like talk to younger guys and to me, I don't really like talking to younger guys cause they kind of see me for one thing or a few things like 
not gonna lie, like a lot of people see me as like a sex object or like uh, for money because I'm a little bit older, I'm a little bit more responsible and I have structure. I mean, I have to have money, I have kids. Yeah. And it's, it's really hard dating these days because um, a lot of people these days want to use other people for their benefit. Right. But um, I have people like my, I have a younger brother who is like 10, year, 10 years younger than me. And, you know, I w I've been thinking about this podcast for the last like week or so. And I don't feel like not everybody is um, bad, you know, as in this generation or the younger generation. Like my younger brother gives me hope. He's a uh, really kind-hearted, hardworking, like uh, pure intention type. And um, I don't feel like um, he's as bad as some people uh, think that they could be. Like people my generation, zillennial, <laughs> like it really depends on like where we grew up and like uh, how we grew up, who raised us. So I'm not really wanting to come on here and bash on zillennials like a lot of people do. I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's kind of wrong, you know? It really depends like, on their like, situation. Like you're saying it's wrong to, to bash on it a little bit? Yeah, because I feel like the older generation, what are they called? Like the old people. I feel like their generation got the fucked. I'm not even familiar with the terms, to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> like Gen boomers? Yeah. I don't know. So I feel like the older generation was really... I know that they got, like, the best of both worlds, like, before, like, uh, like electronics, internet, you know, and then now. Right. But I feel like they got fucked in their generation because, like, I feel like kids... I have kids, and they're so fucking smart. And I think it's all because of internet and technology and right. people like like my grandma i look at my grandma she grew up in the jungles in vietnam and she come over to america for like uh 30 some years she's still living like she's in poverty like she's poor like i'm like grandma we're we have a nice house uh we have all this money why are you still living like you gotta recycle or you gotta do this and this and this you know like you don't have to do that you don't have to live that way and i feel like you know they're so stuck in the the past that they think that it's still still like that today right. and i feel like older people like some people um uh, man i feel like we're getting into a rabbit hole i feel like uh you're good, you're good. older people don't know how to like do certain things like i see the way they drive versus young people <laughs> you know what i mean like i feel yeah. really blessed to be born during this time because you know I can drive pretty well. When I see my mom drive, I'd be so scared. I'd be so scared. <laughs> so, so I can tell you this, right? I can tell you there's pros and cons to live to growing up in this generation or being around this generation. The pros, obviously, being the technology we have, the things that kids learn these days. You know, that that's a pro. I feel like kids are definitely smarter. I mean, my siblings are probably smarter than I ever was. Um, no, I, I just feel like the cons is, like I said, the way people socialize, the way people date nowadays. People don't really go on dates that much. You know what I'm saying? But just like there's pros and cons in this era, there were pros and cons before as well. You know, the cons being the technology, but the pros being the, hey, people actually went on dates. People actually went face to face and talked to each other. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's pros and cons with, with whatever era you live in. But as of now, 
the cons are the way people socialize. Yeah, in that aspect, yeah, I feel like it's been a little tough. Um, I think it's because like of my age, um, I, I'm more old style. So like talking to guys uh, that are younger than me, I don't I don't really prefer that because they they don't have everything set in stone for them. So they they don't have like the proper ways to ask girls out on a date. Um, I really hate that for them, but. They'd rather, text, they'd rather text you to ask you on the date instead of yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I really don't like how. Um, Which that's why I feel like, that's why I feel like I don't really fit in this gender because I'll still go face to face and like say stuff like that. I won't. I don't want to rely on technology to help me, help me with my social game. Like that's that's not a way to go. If that makes sense. Yeah, but then again, like technology does help you out though. You know, like reach out a little bit more. Like this, I mean, I could, I could go out every night here in my town and try to meet every single guy. But like, if they don't come out, then I'm not going to know who they are. And I meet more guys in my phone and meet up with them in person than I do actually going out. Right. Well, when you're so meeting, kinda, when you're meeting the guys, like you're still talking face to face type deal, right? I like to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that, that could be a help to lead up to that. I'm just saying, like, not relying on it to where you're just specifically doing that and you're not really having enough face-to-face time. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Actually, I was in college, like, a couple years ago, and yeah. um, I was writing on a paper about how uh, technology has either benefited or not benefited um, society. And um, it was really hard writing that paper, but... Um, Overall, I feel like, I think it's your perspective, but I feel like um, internet has really helped out more. But a lot of the cons would be like uh, social bullying or like um, a lot of bad things like uh, sex trafficking or things like that. Yeah, Yeah. like the dating, like like what you see in the dating apps or what you hear about in the dating apps type of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like. Dating apps in general are just not a way to go either. You know what I mean? Because I feel like people don't really use that for dating either. Like they use that just to go have meetups and then they're on the person. Yeah. Then they're on the Yeah. Yeah, for real. I actually had to delete most of mine recently because I felt like it was going nowhere. Right. I I barely used them, but when I did, I didn't really see like what I what I liked, if that made sense. Like because mm-hmm. I feel like there was a there's a lot of potential people out there like they they look good and they know it but at the same time they use it for the wrong reason yeah they use it to get more validation or for the hookups but they don't use it to actually find themselves a nice person you know what i mean or what they're looking for yeah i think that um for a while i probably did use um like those dating apps for the wrong reasons like some days i would feel lonely and you know uh, if I go on those dating apps, then I know that I have a few people trying to talk to me and that would like fulfill my time, you know, just seeing that somebody would like to actually talk to me. Yeah. Whereas in the real life, I don't really have anybody to talk to. I would just go on the app and just to fill time, just to seek for like temporary, uh, um, what was it, attention. Great. I mean, so, I mean, do you still go out? On, in the nightlife, you know, like you still go to bars and all that type of stuff. I do, but 
I nowadays I my life has been so complicated lately. Um, I only go out now just to hang out with my best friend or to just I have a hobby. I shoot pool all the time. Word. And I just mostly I mostly do that. Do what? I said I like shooting pool. I've been trying to get better at it though. Yeah. I've been thinking about joining a league, but then there's like creepy ass men on there in there, so I don't really <laughs> want to. But I've been playing now for like a little over a year. I'd be going almost every day. Me and my best friend, we started playing at the same time. We didn't know shit when we first started, but now we're getting pretty good. And we go out like, you know, here and there. And then some people would ask us to play teams and, you know, ask us to play certain games. They're like, yeah, we know that game. And they're like, oh, that's that's what's up. I'm, I'm like, glad you guys know what that means. I don't have to like tell you the rules and shit. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I'd be going out just to shoot pool. I don't even drink anymore, honestly. I'm on probation, so I can't. So that's good. I still do. <laughs> you know, but I still, I still go out, though. Mm -hmm. I think the only two pool games I know is regular eight ball. And then I know how to play uh, Puerto Rican rules. I don't know if you've ever played that. What's that? Puerto Rican rules. So basically, let's say you made all the balls in. You got to hit the, the cute or you got to hit the eight ball in. But the last pocket where you made your like whether you were solid or stripes the last pocket you made your ball in you got to hit the eight ball in that same pocket oh oh yeah i want to try that yeah so it's, it's, it's called puerto rican I, I i don't know exactly the exact name for it but i just called it puerto rican pool like one of my puerto rican homies showed me that okay oh uh, okay i'm gonna have to try that yeah it's cool yeah I know like cutthroat and I know diamond and then regular eight ball and that's it. Then there's something called nine ball, which I'm like, fuck that. I've never played that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's called diamond too, isn't it? I have, <laughs> I have no clue. I just play for oh, yeah. fun. <laughs> I've never played for money or anything. I feel like when there's money on the line, then I like, I'm going to take it so serious to where like, if I'm losing, I might, I might start some shit. So no. <laughs> No. I think it would be fun to bet money. I've never done that before, but I feel like, you know, if you're with a group of people and you chime in like five bucks, that would be hella fun. Okay, yeah, that, that wouldn't be bad. I'm sounding like like you put 50 on the line, then like, <laughs> like 100. Uh, I'm not much of a gambler, so I can't do that. No, nah, I try to stay away from gambling. Fuck that. Mm -mm. I thought about doing like sports betting, but I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know if you're into sports like that. Nope. You know, a lot of my passwords to my social media is I'm not a sports fan, so. That's funny. So the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I didn't grow up like watching sports. I'm more of like into, I was more like, I was really like uh, sick growing up as a kid. Uh, so I stayed inside and I leaned more towards arts and stuff like that and uh, played like classical piano for a long time and all that, just all that stuff, so. Which guessing that explains the the tattoos and stuff like that, right? Tattoos? I don't know. It's just something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and I have the money, so I just yeah. I like the one right there. That's you're the first person I've ever seen really? do right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only have my sleeve and then like one chest piece, but that's it. And I want to get both sides of my neck at some point. But yeah. Where I don't know. I feel like that would. I don't know. Did that hurt? 
Um, not gonna lie, I wasn't completely sober, so I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't they say those are like the regret regret tattoos? No, I love it. Um, so so more about me. I'm actually a recovering addict. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was on a lot of uh bad things back then. But when I got this tattoo, um, I saw this girl in like a, a TikTok and uh, she was not covered in tattoos. Like she was wearing a tank top and shorts. You didn't see any tattoos on her. And all of, out, out of nowhere, she started laughing. But when she was laughing, she was like laughing like, like that. She backed her head up. And I saw that I was like, damn, that is so sexy. So I finally got it. And then um, one day I went to a restaurant. I, I saw one other person have a tattoo like right here, but it was like a, like a tribal looking thing she looked like she was native american so it felt like must have been her culture yeah. but now i haven't seen very many people have one like right here and back then i was like super skinny i was like i was really skinny so you couldn't see it that's why i wanted it unless like i turned my head but now i gained some weight after recovery time and you can you can really see it but stop you still look skinny oh thank you i appreciate it <laughs> just spit just, that's the truth but um yeah tattoos i've always wanted a, like a tattoo you know what i'm saying ever since i was 18 so when that age came i got my first one then i got my sleeve done and the chest and i was like "Fuck, what am i gonna get next you know so i just i, I have I, a whole list i don't think i'm ever gonna stop i feel like i want my whole body tied in like the whole face too everything i do like i want like um at least like you know have do you watch naruto yeah you know gara the red-haired guy, he has a tattoo right here, and it's red. It's, it says love in Japanese. I really want it done right there. Let me get that right there. I've seen, yeah. those. I've seen the above the eyebrow tattoos. I don't think I'll ever tap my face, though. Probably no. Nah. Not for work. I mean, I do nails, so I can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I just I don't think I got the face for face tats. It's, it's all depending on you. I feel like you might, but... Nah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna stick to the, the both sides of my neck, then we're gonna call that shit a day. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm probably not even yeah. gonna get my legs tattooed either. Like, fuck that. I actually don't have my legs tattooed. I feel like that would be so painful. Yeah, I think no, I think I would actually get some numbing cream, and I've never I, used numbing cream. I could tell you the the back hurts. I've, I saw because I was in a session. I saw a female getting like trying to get a full back. She only got the top part done before she was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna come in another day." Like this really? is really, yeah. So yeah, I have some of my back done, but not down down below. Okay, so like uh, my mom, when she found out I got my first tattoo, she like disowned me because you know how like, I don't know if you know about Asian parents, but like maybe like. Of course, my mom's half Japanese. Yeah, but does she like speak fluent Japanese? Nah, she's very Americanized, but she, she's, she keeps those same customs. Like, you know, when I walk in the house with my shoes on, she's like, take them shits off. Yeah, yeah, I be telling my friends too, like, are you walking on my carpet with shoes on? I, I yelled at them the other day for that. But yeah, yeah, like my mom, when she found out I got my first tattoo, she was livid. And uh, she like, I kept adding more to it, like until I got my whole full sleeve. But every time she would see more, she'd be like, you're a disgrace. You know, I don't love you anymore. You're, you're, you're not my daughter anymore. She'd be saying stuff like that. But then she'd take me right back. Yeah. Like my, when my brother got his uh, sleeve done, 
she didn't say nothing. So like, I really hate how like Asian culture, they want their, their girls, their daughters to have like this perfect image. And I'm like, I can't do it. I live in America. Like, like It seems like in Asian culture that uh, the female, like they're more strict on the females than they are the males. No, they are for real. <laughs> like I could do the same thing that my brothers do. They're younger than me and my mom would not be proud, but she'd be so proud of them. And I could accomplish way more than them and she wouldn't say shit. So right. it's like, it's really tough being an Asian girl in an Asian household. It's, it's so tough. I could tell you it's tough being the oldest in a Chicano household. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the term, what Chicano is. That's basically Mex uh, Mexican-American, another term for that. So yeah. we have all type of culture because we're, we're too Mexican for Americans, but we're too American for Mexicans, if that makes sense. So yeah. going through that culture, the oldest usually is the one that, gets bashed for everything you know what i'm saying gets blamed for everything kind of like the black sheep yeah and so i'm the oldest of my siblings so and pretty much for the longest you get time blamed for everything huh yeah yeah, yeah it's I all did. your fault when when I your little sibling sometimes. gets in trouble you, your mom calls you like why did your brother or sister do this it's all your fault see i'd be getting those phone calls too yeah but i mean i'm also pretty much the the oldest of my my cousins like i have two older cousins but they don't really know all of us that much that well just because, you know, they didn't have their dad in their life. Mm. So me pretty much taking on that role, I'm on the blame for pretty much everything. Yeah. I'm the immediate family and everything. So I'm like, fuck, I'm used to so it. So what do you be doing? Do you just like, how do you solve problems? I, there's really no solving it. You just gotta be like, <laughs> all right, my fault, you know? You just take the blame for it? Yeah, because if you're the type that says like, I didn't do that or whatever, like you can do that. But it's not gonna it's not gonna be enough to convince them if that makes sense. See, like, yeah, I'm the oldest out of all of my uh, cousins too. They just actually migrated over to America this year. Oh really? Yeah. So like, I haven't really um, mingled with my cousins like that because they don't really know English. But you know, I have to like when they first moved over here, I had to show them around a little bit. You know, make them feel comfortable, teach them a few things. Right. So yes, it really is tough being the oldest. Yeah, and then they look at you like you, sh you should be a perfect example for everybody else. And when they say perfect, they mean perfect. Yeah, it it's not possible, but no. Nah. But either way, I mean, it, it's not like it happens all the time. But when shit goes down, that's when it happens. Mm hmm. At least we looked at, I mean, I feel like at least they think that we're reliable enough to, like, hit up and um, depend on, you know? I feel it's, like if they couldn't do that, then I'm not really doing anything right. True. But, I mean, with with you being reliable, you don't, you don't really want to make that a habit, if that makes sense. Because then they're going to start relying on you too much. And now you got to... Yeah, and now they, they expect you to... To do whatever they they need you to do yeah they they need to grow up sometime and figure it out themselves yeah yeah but yeah they, they don't they don't rely on me for too much they they'll, they'll give me like small shit and i'm like all right i got you but other than that no big shit nothing else so what are your views on this generation what do you think i haven't really watched all of your other podcasts but so like like i said before um with this era of this generation, I feel like the way we use technology and the way we're continuing to use technology is, is definitely a pro. I like it. You know, 
I think that's really cool because it allows people to get creative. And you, as you can see, you get, you see people getting creative on TikTok, on Instagram. People are making money doing pretty much anything at this point, but getting creative with it. The only thing I don't like, like I said, is just the way people have relationships, the way people date, the way people socialize. It's all, uh, it's all relied on technology. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why, like, when you do go out in the nightlife, you don't really see a lot of dudes walking up to to females, or and vice versa. Well, you probably never seen that. Now, that's probably pretty rare, but you don't really see that often when you go out. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? And people just rely on technology. That's all I'm saying. That's I mean, so like I had like a coworker. He he's here in America, but mm-hmm. his girlfriend's over in Vietnam, and they need their phone to have a relationship. And now she's over here in America, and they're married. Right. So I feel like technology well, could help in that way. With, with long distance, and if you can do long distance, sure. You know, more power to you, but. Well, my love language is, nah, I can never do long distance, at least not again, because I did try that once and that was terrible. So, yeah, nah, no long I distance. I tried it too, and that's why I moved out of Missouri to to the other states I lived in to be with them. And yeah, I did that a couple times. It didn't really work out, and that's why I'm back here at home. So you went there and then went back to Missouri? Yeah, so like the first time I wasn't ever in a, a serious relationship long distance, um, I moved to South Carolina. They actually moved here over here to be with me, and it didn't really seem like what they wanted. So I moved over there to be with them. Stayed there for about a year. Didn't really like what I want. Like I didn't really like it over there, so I moved back to Missouri. And then the second time I tried it, um, I went to Nashville to be with them. Stayed there for a couple of years, and things didn't work out between us. So I went back to back home. So what do you mean, like with? things didn't work out type deal like cheating involved type deal or yeah there was cheating involved and a lot of abuse stuff like that okay so that's another issue in this generation is cheating is not so looked down upon for some reason like it is but at the same time it's not because the same i feel like the same people that say like oh cheating is terrible whatever like you should never do it those same people, I feel like when they get cheated on, they're, they're quick to do it back and, you know, create this domino effect of cheating that goes on. So yeah. cheating, I feel like cheating is definitely a, a big issue in this generation. It is, but I feel like it's always been like that. It's always yeah. been like that. I feel like it's always been a thing, but it hasn't been as big of an issue as it is now. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to cheat nowadays on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, the dating apps, social media, yeah. it's easy for people to just go and talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus like back in the, in the 90s before technology and all that shit, they actually had to know somebody to cheat on that person with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And somehow spark up that type of conversation, which it probably wasn't difficult then for them because they're used to that. But now, like let's say technology had a shutdown. I bet you you're going to see cheating go down oh you think so i bet you yeah you might be right probably definitely because a lot of people don't want to step out the house these days but people don't want that face-to-face interaction so they got to re-get used to that so Mm. technology were to shut down they got to re-get used to that and 
it's gonna that take would time. be an interesting world though i mean i remember yeah. when i was little but like not as an adult i think it would be interesting like if tomorrow all wi-fi all internet everything technology just shut down i would love to see how the world reacts to this <laughs> yeah it'd be like the hunger games type shit you said the hunger games <laughs> The Hunger Games is trippy, dude. I don't know if you saw the last movie. Yeah, there's a new one coming out next year, I think. Already? Yeah, I just went to the movie theaters uh, last week to watch this anime movie called The Boar and the Heron. And there's a preview for the new Hunger Games coming out. Which one are you talking about? I don't know what it's called. I'm not really into it. I just know that there's a new one coming out. Because I know there's a new one already out. Like, I, I went and saw that a couple weeks just ago. Just now? Not just now, but like a couple weeks ago. What is it called? Not like of songbirds or some shit like that. Really? Something like that, yeah. That might be the one you're talking about, cause that one, that one's already out. Oh, okay, yeah. You just saw that. How was it? it like I said, it was good. It's interesting. Those those movies are interesting. They're just trippy. Are they? Yeah. Because they're supposed to be, like, futuristic, but at the same time, it doesn't look that futuristic. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it looks like a fucking post-apocalyptic type world. <laughs> like, I don't know. But it, it's a, it, I feel like they're good movies. What else do you be watching? Anything that looks interesting. Shit. Just <laughs> anything like, cool looking? So, like, there's... I, I'm assuming you love anime, so I've gotten into some animes, but not all of them. Like... Tokyo Ghoul is probably one of my number one animes, but... Do you follow the manga? Huh? Do you follow the manga? Mm. Like, do you read it? No. Man, I don't like the anime because they don't follow the book. Like, it it, it doesn't go with the book at all. So every every anime series, there's a book about it first? Um, Pretty much. Hmm. Interesting. Like, <laughs> I, like I was never... You don't know much about your culture? I mean... Nah, it's a Japanese I, thing. I grew up around Mexicans mostly. I grew up around Chicano culture, you know. Oh, was, okay. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I don't really know too much about my Japanese. Side. I don't really know because they're all in Japan. You know what I'm saying? So I've never yeah. got a chance to to meet them. I mean, but, I've never been to Japan, but you know, I follow up on it a little bit here and there. Like when I first started watching anime, um, my friend told me about the manga. And I read a little bit on the manga and like the uh, Tokyo Ghoul, like the first season, it doesn't follow with the manga at all, like at all. It may and not, it really pisses it was, me off. It may not have followed the manga, but it was it was a good it was a good series. Well, the I, anime they made it to where like um, people can watch it to where it's not a, like a horror like show. Right. But like in the manga, it's it's terrible. Like. Uh, it's I don't more, remember. It's more, it's more gruesome, huh? It is, yeah. Like, um, so you know how, like, in the end, he's carrying his friend that died in the yeah. very first season. In the manga, he actually eats him for energy to survive. But it, it yeah. So that's why I don't like Tokyo Go because they don't follow the the script at all. What about, what about Attack on Titan? I, I don't like Attack on Titan. You don't like Attack on Titan? No, I never got it. I never could get into it. I just so, felt like it was just like they had a city with the walls built up. If one of the walls went down, the giant giant fucking thing could just come in. And are you all caught up on it? 
No. You're not? Oh, but you kind of have. So, like, the more you watch into it, I haven't really watched, I haven't really read the manga, but, um, but the more you watch into Attack on Titan, the more you understand why they wait, the way things are. It tells you more about the history, the more seasons you go into it. So, so why exactly are there giant, these giant fucking beings and why are they trying to eat the people? That's what I want to figure out. So, like, you, um, uh, do you watch like Jujutsu Kaisen? I've seen it. Have you? Are you caught up on that? No. Okay. <laughs> well, so pretty much they're trying to wipe out. It's kind of like COVID. They're trying to wipe out the old and b build a new, like the build the the a new village of strong people, like a new. I don't of know. These big of these big dudes. Yeah, just get rid of the weak and have the strong stay, and then build a new colony. Is pretty pretty much what it is. Damn. I don't know. I, I saw like they're making a movie about it, like some movie, and it just looks crazy. I don't know. <laughs> the movie? I haven't really seen the movies. I don't really watch the movies. I just like watching the anime. Well, yeah, like they're, they're making some new movie about it, and it's not like animated. It's like more like realistic looking. Like a, oh, like, really? Like a legit movie, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. But yeah, I, I just, I wanted to figure out why it, First off, why the fuck they were so big and why they're just trying to eat the people in there? Like that's that's what so I'm like if you're a titan and you eat another titan that has powers, you get their powers, and yeah. then you mess up like the bloodline and stuff like that. My fault. I uh, lost this your is how I remember. Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm gonna say I lost you for a second. What were you saying? My fault. Uh, so like um. I think Aaron, the main character, I think he ate his dad. He had to eat like a bloodline to gain certain powers or knowledge or whatever. So basically they ate a bloodline to get get like that. Yeah, to unlock like secrets of the past. I don't know. It's been a See, minute since I watched Attack on Titan. That shit is trippy. Demon Slayer is another good one too. Oh my God, yes. Demon Slayer. That's probably that's that's another another top one right there. Yeah, I really don't like how they make the main character like Michael Jackson, but he's kind of cute. Duck. You said you <laughs> don't like how they. Hold on, hold on. You said you like how they made him look like. You don't like how they made him look like Michael Jackson, but he's cute. Yeah, he's like really cute. He's like so evil, but he they they're not original with like the you know the character. They had to copy, I guess, Michael Jackson. He looks like Michael Jackson to me, but he's like really. I, I crush on anime characters a lot. Like you <laughs> see this guy, this guy. His name is Kirito, right? Yeah. I call him my husband, though. You know how like some people they say like some girls in anime, they're their waifu, which is like anime wife. Well, in in Japanese, husband though is like anime husband, and then they yeah. put them on pillows and shit and sleep with them. I've never gotten that deep because I'm like it's an anime. You know what I'm saying? I can't really see what they look like. As a real person, oh. so I was like, you don't I mean, want not hentai or nothing. I'm not knocking it or nothing. You know, it's it's cool. And I, I see like people are like, there's like a, I guess there's like a, a kink or fetish about that. So, you know, cool. I like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot of hentai and like following a lot of stuff on Twitter. You said you watch a lot of hentai. <laughs> yeah. I've never watched it, but I knew somebody that did, and he was like, 
talking about how like there's octopus arms that like fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't fuck with it. No, mm -hmm. it's 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 still like animation cartoon. It's not real. So I know, like, but like I'm I would not watch anything would, real. Like you know, I wouldn't want to get beat off by an octopus. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. I feel like if there's an octopus in the mixture, it's just gonna make things very awkward. You know. That's why it's a show. It's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, ain't no one gonna do that shit in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is which is also weird because with all the fetishes and kinks out there, you would think someone would probably would wonder and try that shit. They probably do. I'm not one of those. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So I don't know if you know who Elon Musk is. You know who he is? Rich dude. Yeah, I've heard about him. So my homie showed me an article that he's making these these female sex robots. And they're gonna oh. be released for people to buy. You know what I'm saying? Really? Now, my my first couple of thoughts was, first off, who's going to buy this shit? Who's going to want to, like, because what if something happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you're doing something with it and then it malfunctions while you're in there? Like, it's just. It's <laughs> oh, not my be, God. You know what I'm saying? And then my other thought was, okay, maybe all of these sex predators will have something to release that shit on. So, you know, that could be a good thing. And then that was um, that was. That was all of my thoughts right there because I don't know what, what else to think on it. Well, personally, I have trauma and PTSD with sex toys or whatever because I caught my one of my baby daddies cheating on me. He had like a, uh, it was called a pussy pocket. A pocket and, pussy. Or whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> I found it in his closet and it was like, this big and it Wait, like so moved and i was like grossed out by it and so i didn't really i've never really fucked Wait, around you, with consider, like you, that. you consider that cheating well i mean he he was also cheat on me with other people but oh, okay. to me, I, like, thought you meant, I thought you meant because of the pocket he was using it that's cheating like i don't know i i think that's like i kind of like uh I don't know. I kind of wrapped the whole trauma being been cheated on with him in general. But like yeah. he I just remember he had like one of those things. And yeah, I was like creeped out by it. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck it was. And I like asked like my family members, like, what is this? They're like, I don't know what it is. I'm Are you like, waving it around fuck? and shit too? Like <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Because at the time I was living with my mom and like he was like in and out of state because um he was on probation and i looked through his stuff one day and i was like what the fuck i don't know i, I, I just don't i feel like you gotta, be, you gotta be down really bad to get you get yourself a pocket pussy you gotta oh, no, because like you know if you have a whole ass girl why would you need one of those things exactly like you have the real thing right in front of you why would you need yeah. a plastic fucking <laughs> I don't understand. Like I've, I've, I know what they are. I've never owned one in my life because I never needed one. But uh, yeah, you got to be down bad. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I know. I went into the sex store one time and I got so scared and creeped Thank out. You. Oh my god! I didn't know they made so many inventions for different things. Like I saw this little chain thing and like a little nipple box thing, and then like it would like wrap around the whole body. So, it so was freaky. 
So you were at Spencer's. No, it wasn't at Spencer's. It was, uh, I don't know, some sex store here in town where I live. And Word. my friend actually needed something. I went with her. Originally, mm -hmm. I don't be going to stores like that because I don't, I've never experimented with anything like that. I've never done anything like that. So right. I went in there and I'm like, damn, it's a whole new world out here. Like I didn't know about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? That's kind of how Spencer's is. Like we like I didn't never knew what store it kind of was until I went in there and it seemed kind of like like the gothic type. But then you kind of go in the back and that's where all the they have all the sex toys and shit. Yeah. I'm like what the hell? Like, <laughs> like you said, I felt like I was in a whole different world. Like what the fuck is all this shit? Like, See, I think I feel like the newer generation like that kind of thing. And they still do follow. Yeah, I got. I mean, I don't cheap. think I can get into it. Like I'm, I feel like I'm super old school. Like I, I don't think I can. Like you're saying, you couldn't ever get into the kinky shit. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I can. Like there's this, no, there's just too many things that I'm scared of. Like you said, like what if you stuck your thing in that robot sex doll and then all of nowhere you have no more dick? Like yeah, you no. Know, like what if that shit happens? Hell exactly. no. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not gonna be the person to literally fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not what's gonna happen. Literally. Oh god. If I'm gonna stick my dig in anything, it's gonna be something where I know I'm gonna get first I'll get pleasure from it. Two, I'm gonna still have it by the end by when You're I'm gonna make it out alive. Yeah. I mean fuck being alive. Like if I don't have a dick, why be alive? You could replace an arm, you could replace a leg, but you I feel like you really can't replace a dick. But what about those people who are transgender who like I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. I've never really like searched about that, but they like they they cut it and then they invert it and make it into a That's what I was told, like it, it made it like inside out. Like if you like I'm a, sorry, like, I like, have you ever seen the difference between an Audi belly button and an any belly button? I think that's kind of the same procedure. Like, they just... For real? Oh, I never yeah. thought about that. <laughs> I, like I said, though, I've, I haven't fucked around and found out about that, you know? Yeah. So, I think I think that the procedure is trippy. Like, I don't know exactly what they do for the procedures to do that. But whatever they do, they can make, they can make them look like See? the gym they want to be. That that's crazy. Like technology these days, you can make a dick turn into a pussy. That's 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 crazy. But can they can they do it the other way around? Can they make a pussy look like a dick? I don't think so. Maybe in the future. That's what I'm also curious about. So like a female, right? Who wants to be trans, wants to transition into a, a man. How would that work? You I think? mean, they they. <laughs> They give them pills with testosterone, right? Yeah, but does that grow them the dick or like how do they get? I don't you know think it's it? possible. So either way, they're just not going to have it. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I've never really looked into that. Me neither. Me neither. But somehow, somehow it, it happens. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We live I mean, in the only like venture that i've ever tried is dating a girl and that was only for a little bit but that's as far as i went not your There's... thing 
No. No, not my thing. I mean, I did it for like a year. But right. yeah, that's that's I mean, that's why I went to the first state where I moved out of um, my hometown. I went to South Carolina to be with her. Yeah. It didn't really work out. I guess. Then back. Yeah. That's that's the other thing I was gonna point out too is living again in this generation. I like face to face wise, and again it's not knocking anybody, but I've only met females that I've ventured down that road and became bisexual. So I rarely meet straight females nowadays, it seems like. Like I'll meet like onesies and twosies, but the rest are gonna be like I ventured down that, I would do it again type deal. I don't think I could do it again. No. So what what was like the big like no no for you that really made you say like I'm not doing that again? Um it it was it was tough being I I wanted to be the only one that's a girly girl. I want to be see whenever I dated a girl, she was obviously looking like a guy and <laughs> trying to act like a guy. But, you know, when we got real per, like close and personal, she was very much a girl. She had hormones like a girl. She was crazy like a girl, you know. And when not gonna lie, like when we got into arguments and stuff, like she put her hands on me because she could because she was a girl and I didn't think that was fair, you know. So I didn't really like that aspect of dating another girl. Having to deal with her having like lots of female friends, I didn't like that. I just right. you didn't know like if they were doing some sneaky shit behind your back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like that at all. I like to be the only one that's like the damsel in distress. I like to be picked up and carried away. I like to be taken care of. I like to be like the smaller one. I didn't like how she sometimes had that role. You know, I didn't want to play the masculine role. So yeah. or the dominant role. I, I, I feel you. I think it just with that it's, it all depends on who you meet too. Cause I feel like when it comes to meeting another female as a female, like you either get the one that asks masculine and the other one that acts feminine. You know what I'm saying? So I think it could have been you didn't meet the feminine one yet. You know who knows, but shit, okay. if that was was a no no. Then hey, it was it was a no go. <laughs> I wouldn't want that either. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, been there, done that. Not gonna do it again. That's my right. thought on. I like how you said crazy as a female. What what did you mean by that? You said crazy. Man, like see, I I dated a Cambodian girl. You ever met Cambodian girls? No, I had a Cambodian homie though. Yeah, they're fucking crazy. You uh, know how, like, so I'm half Laos, a quarter Vietnamese, a quarter white. And, you know, the Cambodian, the Laos, and the Thai, the Vietnamese community are considered, like, the blacks of the Asian. And so, especially Cambodian people, they can get real, they can get real gangster on you real quick. And so, and mm -hmm. I, I date, when I dated her, like, you don't fuck around with her family or friends. If you fuck around with her, then they fuck with you. And so, like, that's why I don't be going back to South Carolina anymore because, like, you know, it's not safe. So, I don't... So, so South Carolina... You said South Carolina? Yeah, I was in South Carolina. Is there, like, a big Cambodian community out there? Or? There, There is where wherever I went, huge. There's even, like, a, a Cambodian temple out there for like uh TLC New Year, Thai, Laos, Cambodian New Year. Yeah, so it's pretty big out there. Over here, I live in like a small college town, Springfield, Missouri. 
is not very many Cambodians out here. I don't see a lot of my my people like Laos people out here. I mean, there's a few Vietnamese, but not huge. It's mainly Caucasians. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of white people. There's a lot of black people, but not very many Asians. So no there's no Latinos out there. Of course there is. Yeah, but no, I just so don't we, mingle. We I don't mingle around with them. I mean, I do have a few yeah, we friends. Make, we, make, we make good food and shit. You know, we we know how to have. No, fun. I fuck with the food. I fuck with the food. Have fun. I, <laughs> no. That's why we everywhere. Because wherever we go, we find fun to do, shit to make. Do you ever like have your um, like uh? I, I hear a lot of people tell me that my Asian accent comes out. Do, you ever, do people ever tell you that your your little accent come out? I've heard it before, but I've never. I don't hear it personally. Does it come? Really? Out, has, has it come out a lot? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I, I've met a few people who are like they speak English, but then they 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 speak like Mexican Spanish, like you know, like that. Like I like accent. how you fixed it. Little, I like how you fixed it. Because you Sorry. about to say speak Mexican and, and leave it Sorry. at that. No, 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 It's Spanish. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get that a lot, too. People be like, hey, speak Chinese to me. I'm like, I'm not Chinese, first of all. Why is Chinese the, always the go-to for Asian? I never understood that. I mean, China. Look at how big China is. It's huge. I, yeah, but I mean. Fuck, I mean, compared to, like, Vietnam. Vietnam's this small. China's, like, this big old block up here. There's, like, Vietnam. There's Laos, Thailand, Cambodia. Yeah. They're all small, so, like, there's not very many that's of how us. That's how, that's how it is in the Latin community, too. Like, everyone, like if you speak Spanish, you're Mexican. But, you know, lucky for them, I am Mexican. So I'm like, okay. But if I was, like, <laughs> Cuban or Puerto Rican, I'd be like, what the fuck? No, I'm not. You know, I'd get pissed off. Yeah. But, a lot of people because you know i have lighter skin so a lot of people do think i'm puerto rican or cuban because they're they're more so had the lighter skin tone of all the latin nationalities people mistake me for uh venezuelan a lot so i have a venezuelan friend who's like really light skin who has blonde hair and i get mm -hmm. it a lot and a lot of like mexican people come up to me speaking spanish and i'm like i have no idea what you're saying when they like i don't know <laughs> yeah but yeah, I don't know if my accent comes out. I don't know if it came out a couple times while we're talking. I don't know. Did it, it come out? Have. It might have, yeah. I mean, hey, y'all los by no también. Sorry. You know, <laughs> my fault. But we're about nearing the hour mark, but we have a Q&A at the end of every podcast episode. And it's only five questions. And okay. it'll pop up on the, on the screen here. But... <laughs> I will. I pick them at random because they they send a lot. So I, I pick them at random, and I apologize if they are like pretty on the weird side. You know, people ask whatever the fuck they want, type deal. So let's go ahead and get the first one going. You have little velitos on the back of your hands. What's velitos? Velitos. I. I have I'm like saying this right because that's not a that's not a Mexican Spanish word. That sounds like Colombian. I don't but know. I but they're, so that's kind of like cats, and then they're in moon shapes, and it's like so. I think what white. I think what they're talking about here. If I translate that right, what's the So in Colombia, 
I'm sorry, I'm going to move this real quick. In Colombia, instead of saying pelitos, they say veitos, which just means like like little hairs, I guess. I guess you could say. So they're just asking if you have that, like, I guess, right around here. I shave mine. Right. But do you, like, do they, do, is there like a, I don't know, like, can you still see, like, the follicles and shit, I guess, is what they're asking? Yeah. I mean, let's see the pores. Right. Okay. I guess that's what they're asking. I don't fucking know. Why? <laughs> you do it again, so. I okay. See. Next one. That's a good one. Where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? Um, 10 years, damn, I'm gonna be 38. I see myself rich as fuck, happy as hell, and just living life, probably in a different country, because I really don't like America that much. I'm glad I'm not the only fucking one. <laughs> No, I say that too. I say like in the next five years, I'm gonna be like, US is on a downfall. We need to we need to we need to scram. We need to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Go to fucking England or some shit. Go to somewhere where there's not like where there's not really so much conflict. And they just chill. I wanna go back to my home home country. I don't I mean my home country would be here just because I was born here, but if I were to go back to the motherland of Mexico, that's gonna be worse for me. Well, I was born here in America too, but cartel ain't playing out there, so fuck that shit. <laughs> no, no, not for me, not for me. All right, let's see here. Man, I think I know who asked this question too. Um, what ultimately made you want to get on my boy's podcast? He actually asked me. He added me on Snapchat, asked me, and I said, "Sure, why not?" Never done anything like this, so I thought I'd give it a try. Which first off, like, for one, you're cool for that. Like, I, I like that you were open-minded to the idea, like, in the beginning. And you just like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down. To just vibe out, talk about shit on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Especially on an app like Snapchat. Because I'm going to be real. I'm not even <laughs> on Snapchat like that. And if I am, I'm promoting shit or, you know, trying to find the next guest. And I, I don't even use, just use Snapchat. For that. I use Instagram and TikTok, too. But... The fact that you were down for that, that's really cool. Because I feel like Snapchat's yeah. one of those ones where it's like, eh, no, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just here to sell content or like, I'm just here to send streaks. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? So I think that was cool. I think, I think it was cool. Like, what actually made you like agree to it, though? I, okay, so like, long time ago, I wanted to actually start a podcast. And my last name is Vo. And so I wanted to start the name of it uh, called, uh, I wanted to name it The More You Know with Amy Vo. But then they came out with this news channel, The More You Know, and it's it like, I'm like, so this is my idea. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I mean, mine's called Gonzo's Convos, and there's not a lot of people named Gonzo or nicknamed that. That's not my name. That's my nickname. But there's not a lot of people that use that nickname. So I'm thinking for you, if you were to still start one, um, you would have to use combo in it. I feel like because my last name's Vo, so yeah, it would. Yeah, but it would like go. instead of instead of like Vo's combos, you can say like uh, combo with Vo, come convo with Vo, or some shit like that. Maybe you know something like that. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to think of, of more, but that's what that's what came to my mind straight up. So I feel like you'd be copying yours though. 
Not really, just because come combo with bow. Mine is just Gonzo's combos. I mean, yeah, there's combo in it, but that's not really copying it, if that makes sense. Unless you, know? you let me let me take it. <laughs> yeah, it's a word. Anybody can use it. Fuck it. Go away. Okay. You don't need my permission for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if you read that. My fault. Away from what are three words to describe the host Gonzo? Um. Motherfucker. There we go. I would say interesting and chill and uh, laid back. That's how I try to present myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's my personality, I guess. But you know, I. I Try to bring that. I try to bring more of the chill type of type of vibe to my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because I get how like people get nervous and stuff to talk on camera, to talk with people in general. And I feel like when I bring out that laid back, that chill type of vibe, it makes them more comfortable with it. Like I, I can tell you were nervous at first a little bit, and then you kind of <laughs> got more more chilled out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then here's the last one here. That's a long ass one. What is it? Say. Personal experience. When my girl is upset, she covers her entire face with both her hands. What's the reason girls do this? Um, she's probably shy. And she probably doesn't want to see or she probably doesn't want you to see her blush. I don't know. I just want to know what they mean by upset, like crying upset, angry upset. So yeah, like okay. So, like, personal experience for you, I guess, what what would make you do that? Like, as a um, I would, I'd probably do something goofy because I am pretty weird sometimes. And if I would, like, say something out of line, I would cover my face out of shyness. But you, mean that's like, you mean, like, your mouth or, like, the whole thing? Whenever they said that, I was just thinking this. Right. So, you would do that if you said something out of pocket? <laughs> Yeah, or like maybe something that crossed the line or like maybe just kind of like step out. Like say I would be talking to like a crush and like asking them like, hey, can I get your number or something like that? Or or I don't know, go out on a date. I'd probably be like geeking and just cover my face up. That's what I thought of first and first initially. I don't know. I'm going to say because I don't I don't I don't know if if it's like Disney type shit, right, where people cover their face and cry like i feel like that's very disney cartoon type shit i don't know if people really do that in real life unless you do i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it really depends i don't know i was right. thinking of, like being shy covering my face up right okay. i see a lot of like younger generation do it on the phone though they like they like show like this much when they facetime i'm like why do you do that it's called FaceTime. yeah or you just see their nose and up type shit yeah I don't see them covering their face, though. I just see that, like, they're just hiding from the camera a little bit. I feel like it's probably more of, like, a younger girl, probably just really shy. Right. But that's what you took from that, covering the, the whole face or, like, part of it? Her entire face with both hands. See? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. They're probably just being shy. Maybe. I have to, I'd have to, I'd have to have them, whoever asked that, like, elaborate on that, like, how... Is she upset? Because upset can mean multiple fucking things. Mm -hmm. so, you know what I'm saying? But 
with wrapping up. I appreciate you coming on. And, yeah, thank uh, you. Appreciate for this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's a good thing you wanted to take this opportunity and wanted to get on and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shit, keep doing the nail thing, and hopefully, uh, I hope that you end up having your own, you know, <laughs> nail salon empire. You know, in the next ten years, because you said rich. Appreciate it. That's a way to get rich. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you very much.